1966, American film director Richard Brooks needed a hit. He had recently made Lord Jim, an epic adaptation of Joseph Conrad's novel, which had opened to poor reviews and a worse box office return. His plan to get back on top surprised Hollywood insiders. He would adapt A Mule for the Marquesa, a recent western novel by Franco Rourke. Released under the title The Professionals, Brooks's new film would go on to become one of the most profitable westerns of the 1960s, taking $9 million in the US alone. Today, The Professionals is often overshadowed by other classic American westerns of the 1960s, not to mention the best of the Italian westerns that came to prominence at that time. It is sometimes described as a merely crowd-pleasing or undemanding film, one that delivers excitement but which asks little of its audience. In fact, The Professionals is more than just box office dynamite. It's a gripping but also thoughtful movie, with a terrific script that reflects Brooks's ideas about life, death, loyalty and revolution. It's this combination of action, humour, solid craft and big ideas that make the movie an unmissable western. What were Americans doing in a Mexican revolution anyway? Maybe there's only one revolution. Since the beginning. The good guys against the bad guys. The question is, who are the good guys? The film's title helps set it within the then emerging tradition of the revisionist western. The main characters in the movie are professionals, mercenaries motivated primarily by money and a far cry from the honour-bound cowboys of the traditional western. Significantly, the film is set in a relatively late time period, in 1917. Slowly, the revolver and the horse are giving way to the machine gun and the automobile, as the Old West fades into legend. However, the characters are very much of this time. They're not heroic anachronisms like Kirk Douglas's character in Lonely Other Brave from 1962, who represented lost frontier values in the face of soulless modernity. The movie opens with Texas oil baron J.W. Grant, played by Ralph Bellamy, and his effort to recruit a team of men for a special and dangerous task, the rescue of Grant's kidnapped wife, who has been taken across the border to Mexico. The culprit is Jesus Raza, played by Jack Palance, a veteran revolutionary whom Grant calls the bloodiest cutthroat in Mexico. Reflecting the moral ambiguity of the film, two of the men Grant recruits are not only familiar with Raza, they have fought alongside him in the past. Lee Marvin plays Henry Rico Fardan, a taciturn expert in weapons and tactics, while Burt Lancaster stars as Bill Dolworth, a master of explosives with a lust for life and a thirst for destruction. The team is rounded out by the compassionate horse wrangler Hans Erengard, played by Robert Ryan, and the dependable archer and tracker Jake Sharp, played by Woody Strode. Together, they are to locate Raza's desert fortress, mount a lightning strike to rescue Maria Grant, and return with her to the United States. What appears to be a simple enough task inevitably descends into a life-or-death struggle for the mercenaries, and a chance for Brooks to deliver not only a wealth of exciting action, but also to have his characters confront questions about why they fight and what is really worth fighting for. Well, I'll be damned. Most of us are. Even leaving aside the film's greater depths for a moment, The Professionals has more than enough happening on the surface to justify its status as a hit in 1966. Richard Brooks' skill as director is all over the movie, and cinematographer Conrad L. Hall makes excellent use of the locations, including Death Valley. Crucially, the cast is on top form throughout. Burt Lancaster and Lee Marvin in particular were at the peak of their powers, 
and built a believable relationship between their characters. Italian legend Claudia Cardinale plays the kidnapped Mrs. Grant, who makes a huge impression despite not appearing until after the hour mark. She is anything but the damsel in distress that the mercenaries are told to expect. Certain women have a way of changing boys into men, Rico observes, and some men back into boys. Yes? Just wondering. What makes you worth $100,000? Go to hell. Yes, ma'am. I'm on my way. The opening of the film is full of the promise of adventure, as J.W. Grant's personal train collects the mercenaries alongside the titles. Each of the main characters receives a brief introductory vignette, offering an insight into their background, skills, and temperament. For example, Robert Ryan's character Hans is shown punching a man who has violently mistreated a horse, reflecting his compassionate nature. This use of vignettes to rapidly introduce characters, who later become a team, has been used subsequently, notably in William Friedkin's Sorcerer from 1977. The film thoroughly delivers on that promise of adventure when the team begin their mission, with their respective skills contributing to some terrific action scenes, most notably the climactic raid on Raza's desert fortress. The description of the film as crowd-pleasing is well-deserved, and contributed to by a rousing, if slightly repetitive, score by French composer Maurice Jarre. As brilliantly staged as they are, there is a great deal more going on in The Professionals than just gunfights and explosions. Burt Lancaster's biographer Kate Buford described the film as many-layered, and film critic Derek Malcolm called it a much more literate western than most. The most important thread that runs through the film is the conflict between self-interest and dedication to a cause. Rico reassures Dolworth that their return to Mexico is strictly for cash, but after Maria is rescued, she points out that to have fought in Mexico for so long with little payment, the mercenaries must have been true believers in the cause, at least for a time. While he tries hard to appear aloof and self-interested, Dolworth has to admit his romanticism as the story progresses, finally admitting to Rico, This will come as a shock to both of us. I'm a born sucker for love. The character of Raza is also caught within this conflict between greed and romanticism. He is initially made out to be a savage murderer, who has captured Maria Grant only to secure a $100,000 ransom. The mercenaries find this hard to believe, having developed a high respect for him during the fighting in Mexico years earlier. Gradually, they realise that Raza remains more of a true revolutionary than a bandit, even as he grapples with the meaning of revolution. This culminates in one of the film's most memorable scenes, a bittersweet talk about revolution between Raza and Dolworth as both lie injured in a desert pass. La revolution is not a goddess but a whore. She was never pure, never saintly, never perfect. We run away, find another lover, another cause, quick, sordid affairs. Lust, but no love. Passion, but no compassion. Without love, 
not a cause. We are nothing. We stay because we believe. We leave because we are disillusioned. We come back because we are lost. We die because we are committed. By this point, it's clear that one of the greatest strengths that The Professionals has is its fantastic script, which was also written by director Richard Brooks. The movie is full of crackling dialogue, particularly between Lee Marvin and Burt Lancaster. It is dialogue that ties the film together, unifying the joint ambitions to both entertain and address larger questions. The Professionals is surely one of the most quotable westerns of all time. But each brilliant exchange not only raises a smile, but also exposes the psychology of these characters, and their own particular view of a changing world. A simple but very effective technique that Brooks uses is a one-two punch of great lines, with the first perfectly setting up the second. Near the start of the film, J.W. Grant points to an old photograph and says to Rico, Your hair was darker then. This sets up Rico's memorably wry response, My heart was lighter then. Exchanges like this, delivered by a great cast, are a window into deep and enduring characters. The Professionals is so exceptionally exciting and well-made that its surface appeal would keep audiences coming back time and again, and has done ever since 1966. That Franco Rourke, Richard Brooks and his cast went deeper than this means that the film has something new to offer on every viewing. It's more than box office dynamite. It's an all-time classic. and audio on books, film, video games, board games and music, visit andyjohnson.xyz. To support me, go to patreon.com slash andyjohnson. <laughs>